What's going on, Misfits? Today, we're joined by my birthday twin. Yes, 1228 in the building, Mr. Fonte. He is a singer, foreign exchange, rapper, little brother, actor, The Breaks VH1, coming in 2017. So talented, so funny, and also apparently a love guru because he uh, proceeded to tell me the reason why I'm single is because I don't know how to fry chicken. Yep, he said that. You're listening to Social Misfit. How do I sound? Is cool like this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Social Misfit with your host, me, Chloe Hilliard. Today, we are joined by none other than a musician, actor, producer, comedian, internet comedian, (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Fonte. What up? What up? How are you? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm, uh. I believe this is the first interview I've ever done, like completely, like laying back. You are. He is laid out. Yeah. Chilling. This is like therapy. I feel like I'm on a couch. This or is a very Max Maxwell feel. You know, like <laughs> Maxwell lay. I've never seen him in concert, but I've I've been told that Maxwell can lay down and just perform, and sing like an angel. Yeah, yeah. There's like, there's like that clip of Marvin Gaye. You see that Marvin? Yeah, Gaye Yeah, we all oh, yeah, of Germany? course. Well, he's on the couch. Oh and he's my performing gosh, his band. I. Like that's I can't sing. Well, I'm not gonna say I can't. I can't. I haven't been trained to sing, right? I can like carry a tune, but I can't sing. Yeah. But if I were to be a singer, that I would want to be one of those effortless, like just you just open your mouth and it just comes out. Yeah, it takes a long time to sound that way. Like to sound that, it takes a lot of hard work to sound effortless. Really? Oh yeah. Because it's a lot of control, and actually, like when you're on your back, it's funny. Um. Curtis Mayfield, um, the last album he recorded before he died in '96, New World Old New New World Order. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was paralyzed at the time, yeah, and so from the um, neck down. So from the time they were doing it, from uh, uh, who was it? It was a, a interview with Rico Wade from Organized Noise because they produced a couple tracks on the album. They were saying that he actually cut his vocals on his back because it was something about the pressure. Oh. Pushed on his stomach that and helped that him. made him help. That helped him wow. sing out. So maybe there's something to it. Maybe I'll do an album on my back. See what it. Oh my god. See what happened. On the call it on your, the on my back. The album? on my back album. Oh you know my what I'm saying. God. But then I feel like it should only be about like sex songs though. It's got to be tracks yeah. one through ten. It's got to be like you know, mission. My mission is. It has to be like really bad puns. Like <laughs> it's my mission to be your airy or some shit. Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, <laughs> but, why, <laughs> yo, but see, the thing is, you always try to you always add comedy to yourself because it. Well, well, t- let's talk, let, let's speaking of comedy. Let's get to your post. Okay, let's I get to my to post. I, I don't, and I don't even know what the post gonna he be. Doesn't, Fonte did not want me to tell him what post I was picking. Nope. So you have to. So this is Fonte on Twitter is very infamous for uh, adding his own commentary to people's tweets so this is this is a one <laughs> oh punch. my god i know i already know which one this is i know which one this is <laughs> okay this so, is the tweet that will not stop so now going. you gotta read it jesus christ okay so you gotta read the first one and okay then i got you okay so this girl uh lupus fiasco she said stop trying to date people and you're still involved with someone else and i replied to her do you go shopping for shoes with bare feet 
and then, <laughs> and then black twitter and then black twitter did what black twitter does but you know what the funny thing this one first hit because it was late at night when i posted this mm-hmm. it was really it was like 12 it was midnight you know fairly late this one was a hit with like Nigerian Twitter first. <laughs> wait, wait, I, what? There's Nigerian Twitter? There is. Listen, a nigga from Lagos retweeted this shit, and nigga, I was trending in Nigeria in like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. So like, cause cause normally I'm good with like South African Twitter. Like South African Twitter, when I would keep late late hours, yeah, that would be my cue. Like when I saw people. With like a bunch of vowels in their name show up, I was like, okay, South African Twitter's up. It's time for you to take my ass to bed. But I had never got acquainted with Nigerian Twitter. That was yeah. my first time. So I tweeted it, and then they got a hold to it. And then like I knew it was a hit tweet when people from other forums, when, from other social media networks, hit you about it. So when people from Facebook started hitting me about that. That was when I knew, because, you know, they be late on everything. Got it. And, you just, and just to state, it has over 4,000 retweets. Yeah. And 2,500 likes. Yeah. So, I don't know what it was that struck a chord with people about that. Well, I'm pretty sure you know why <laughs> it struck a chord with people. Because men and women have very different ideas about dating. Okay. And so when a woman says she's single, she really means she's single. And when a man says he's single, it means that he's not claiming anybody. I think I, I, I could debate you on that. I think when a woman says she's single, it just means that she's not interested in none of her options. Like it ain't because y'all always got options. You think you know? so? I'm so fucking lootly. I know so. I'm a man. Like I, you know what I mean? I know y'all always got options. Like it's a, like it's a nigga in your phone right now mm-hmm. that you know. I feel like every woman has like you know Jay Z says like the emergency dick in the glass, and that's whatever. I don't think any you know in terms of of terms of sex. I mean, sex for y'all is very easy to get. It doesn't really require effort. So I don't necessarily think of it as an emergency dick in the glass moment. But I think every woman has like that emotional tampon in her phone. Like you have that one guy. That you could call no seriously, like you have that guy <laughs> right now. That if everything was going wrong, like God forbid, like you know, I'm short on my rent, or like you know, I'm hungry. Can you do something, or can you help me move? You have that guy who you could call. You wouldn't want to make the call, but he would come. He would go in his closet. He would pull out that cape. He would iron it up. He would freshly starch it, and he would throw on that save a whole cape and come dashing out the window. To rescue you, there is a guy. I know, Chloe. You're a, you're a smart. You're a beautiful. <laughs> you're tall. Like you have long legs. You're a beautiful person. I know there's a fucking guy. You don't have to tell me about no, it. It's cool. What I'm saying is, is that it's interesting because I've actually I've never had a guy pay my rent. No, no, no. I'm not saying you've had a guy to do it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying you saying. have a guy that would be willing to do it. Yeah. If you if you asked him for it. Oh man. There's a guy. There's a guy. There's one guy point proven it's yeah. just it's all it's all it takes is one it's just you know because he wants to be that well he wants to be the, the savior yeah i'll save you chloe mm. da, 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 like to the rescue he's yeah. he's there so 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 when you say the difference so i think women they have someone that like they have they y'all always have options but they may not always be options that you're interested in guys if you might have a woman that you're seeing as a man and say okay i'm with you or you might have two three whatever you got mm-hmm. but it ain't over till it's over. Like until I say, like it's just us. Then, 
you know, it's it is what it is. Yeah, well, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that as long as you're honest about it. You just have to be. But see, that's the thing. Like what she was saying is like, stop trying to date people when you're still involved. Like still involved, I feel it means to me like a a somewhat committed relationship with somebody. But I don't think there could be. So how can you be somewhat committed? I don't. That's like being somewhat pregnant. It's like either we committed or we not. Like I mean, committed is if you're if you're taking into consideration that person's feelings when it comes to you dating other people, then you're committed to that person. No, no, I don't think so. I think it's just being considerate. No, I think if you're going out of your way to make sure that that person doesn't know that you have other women in your life, then you feel more important. That person's more important than everybody else, and you shouldn't be doing that mm, to them. No, nah, that's not. No, nah, that's not the case. That's I don't think that's the case. I think that is, cons- that's just consideration. You know what I'm saying? Because here's the thing. You know what I mean? And Patrice O'Neill, who you know, he like says this. Yes. And he, well, he said it. You know, God rest his soul. He was like just a brilliant. Uh, Brilliant, brilliant mind and uh, and comic, you know. But he was just like, for a man to be truthful all the time, like for a man to be honest all the time is cruelty. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I was to just be honest, like completely 100% honest all the time to my woman, th- that would be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? So, so? so I want I want somebody because I'm honestly, someone told me, multiple multiple people have told me over the past week, or two because it's dating has been something that's been at the top of conversations with me lately okay and they've all told me that i'm way too honest and they told me that chloe you are a freak of nature and the way you operate no man will believe it because every woman says she's that way but they aren't and you truly but you are really that are way. that way yeah i'm yeah i'm, I'm well, trying I think to tone, it's that I'm capricorn to, shit too you're a cap so. i'm trying to tone down my savage i'm trying nah. to because most guys can't handle it okay so what does the savage mean to you like what does that mean to you man you know i just say how i feel and i say what i want up top and it's not even demand it's not even a demanding thing it's like this is what i'm able to give you are you interested in this if not let me know if not cool so if i'm not the type that's gonna call you and be like hey i want to see you right, right, let's right. hang out how come you didn't call me i don't do all of that shit. okay okay so okay so what does your okay so again so what does that sound like for you so i'm a guy or just whoever i'm in so i'm like hey what's up chloe i saw your show i thought you dope like what's what's up or whatever like, like, what how, you, you trying to you trying to smash what you trying to do you want to date me you of course i want to smash like that's so the with, like, start there yeah, so start there so what on what terms are you trying to do it regularly are you trying to go out and eat and shit or you just want to smash every once in a while well like, let me gotta, let, let me, me know the let rules. me okay well let me go into let me go into i just bought this new calendar app <laughs> <laughs> Let me schedule my pussy appointments and I'll let you know. Yeah. No, I mean, but no, but here's the but thing. Because my thing is, I see, I am very, I'm very black and white. So if you approach me a certain way, then you have to that's understand that's how I'm responding to you for the duration of our relationship. And I don't want people listening to be like, damn, Chloe's like out of control. It's not that I'm out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm a just a very, I'm a very, um, I'm a very career-oriented person right now, and I'm not in the space. I've come to terms. I mean, because I've tried to like date people, it doesn't work. I'm not in the space to date people, and right that's now. very honest. That's and an honest so assessment. I have to figure out the terms on which I can interact with people. However, I've also had experiences this year. I mean, I'll I'll share this because it's my podcast. Well, I have come into terms. I have come into contact with four men on four separate occasions who have pursued me who all have ended up being married 
Yeah. And married with children or children on the way. Yeah, you was like... And the, didn't tell me. So... Hold so, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So... They got oh so they weren't married at the time when y'all dated. Or oh whatever. no 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 they were married on our on date one they were married. Oh but they shit. didn't tell me they were married. Ah, so so ah. now because of that I'm even more so like, are you married? Are you single? Are you legally married? Are you legally separated? You, have, have, to have, those, you have to ask you, those. You have to ask those questions. Someone currently pregnant with your child? Do you think you're going to be like I have so so I have to do all of that because I I can't even trust that you would be honest because you. Don't have it in your mind that a woman can accept your honesty. I mean, of course, like what I hate is I hate when people don't give me a choice. If you're a man, and you're right. pursuing a woman. You need to give her a choice. Maybe I want to be a scumbag at whole bag and be like, yeah, I'm a fuck a man that's married. But give me that option. Give me the option, right? Don't, don't automatically throw me in. Yeah. Don't have my name end up in no court documents. I, nigga, especially like, because of, you know, who we are and what we do. Like, you know, I'm not a celebrity, but I don't want it to be by the time I become a name. It's like, oh, you know, she you was, Google. That's the yeah, first thing the first to come thing up. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> like oh yeah, Chloe, that home wrecking bitch. Yeah, I mean even even Fantasia got caught up in the fucking yo, T-Mobile man. Yo, that is yo, that's some real shit. Shout out to Fantasia, North Carolina. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then the, his wife sued her. Yeah, there's that is a law that is on the books. I learned about that in my divorce actually. Yeah, that shit is fucked up. It's that, a alien the, abandonment the wife, of affection. Affection. I mean. The wife of the the wife can the wife or the spouse of the of the spouse who cheated can sue the mistress. For the termination of their And it doesn't have to be if they're, uh, and it doesn't have to be, like, even if you didn't know. So, like, say you go and meet a chick at the bar, Mm -hmm. and it's like, hey, what's up? Let's get it on. You married? No, I'm not married. She could lie to you, and then still, if her husband found out, they still can come after you. So, it's... It's it's some it's a that's dirty some, game out here, man. That's some Bible Belt shit. For it's you. straight up, but no, that's exactly what it is. It's straight up Bible Belt shit. It's straight up Bible Belt shit, and you know it's antiquated and it's fucked up. But yeah, you gotta be careful out here. So I can understand as a as you know as a woman, and even I mean just in period, you have to ask those specific kind of questions. Are you yeah. married? Are you this? Are you that? Are you this? Are you that? I just think that you know again in terms of when you say that guys can't handle the savage. I don't think it's that guys can't handle the savage. I think it's just that I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's the guys you meet. I don't know. No. I'm, I'm a southerner, so my perspective is a little different. So, what is your What is your perspective? Because you were married, you have children. Yeah, you did it. You got married young, right? I did. How old were you? Mistakenly. Shut up! Don't say that. It taught you who to be who you are now. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. How old were you? I was 26. That's not that young. No, nigga, that's for, fucking young. For North Carolina? No, 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 no. We not talk for North Carolina. I mean, well, in North Carolina, in the South, yeah. I mean, you can get niggas be having kids. Like, I mean, I got like homies I was in high school with that's got kids that's like you know twenty in their late twenties. Yeah, now. but I'm saying twenty six is a is a respectable age. It's you know for what the it's South. it's not it's a respectable age, quote unquote. But like, it's not until say I turned 36 yeah. that I look back on 26 and realize how fucking ill-equipped I was. Okay, it. that makes sense. You know sense. what I mean? So it's like, if you're just looking at age on paper, it's like, okay, 26 is closer to 30 than 20. So yeah. it's like, all right, you, but mentally you're not there. You're not really ready. I wouldn't, particularly what as made, a, So what made you get married at 26? Oh, um, what made me get married at 26? Because you were already out. You were already an artist. You were already touring. Yeah, I was already touring. I was already, I think it was just something, uh, and again, um, being in the South, this is where I think it may have something to do with it. You know, it just seems like that's just what you do. Like I had a, I read this quote one time that made perfect sense. It's like 
men get married when they don't have nothing else to do. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. You know what I'm saying? It's like once a man, like for us, like we have to have our, we have to have our house in order. Like we have to have, like I think Mm -hmm. for a lot of times it's different. Like for women, it's like they find, like y'all find love and then feel like, oh, I can go and conquer the world and I'm, I have a love that supports me. Right. But for us, it's like, no, nigga, I got to get the world first. I'll get my piece of the world. And then I get love. Because love, because love costs us. Like love, love is expensive, nigga. I I got to find, is this some love on clearance somewhere? Can I get, (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm looking for love in the clearance rack. I I got to, can I lay away some love and come back to you? So we got to get ours first before we could, you know, be in a relationship. So for me, it was just like, you know what? I'm starting this career. We just turned our first deal. You know, all this whole shit. You know, every man has a strong woman behind him, all this bullshit. So you just think <laughs> in your not mind. Bullshit. I'm not. No, no, no. It's not bullshit. But I'm just saying yes. it's a bullshit reason yeah. to get married. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but you're just thinking like, oh, well, whatever. OK, so this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. Yeah. And. You know, I you don't take time to know yourself, and I just wouldn't encourage anyone. I mean, <laughs> not to get married. I would say not before you're 30 years old. Like it's just, ugh, man, how it's so long, much. How long were you married? Uh we was together for, uh, six years. Okay. Six years and like six years married or six years. Six together? years. Well, I think seven years together. Oh, you got married after a year. It was like a year. A and year so and it was like, but it was and and not and let me be let me be clear. I think a year is long enough to know a person if you ask the right questions and and get yeah. the right shit. But I we did none of that. We was just <laughs> it wasn't no vetting. It wasn't no. It wasn't like no you know no interview set up. It wasn't nothing. It wasn't no questionnaire. It was just big. Let's just get married. Fuck Aww. it. And that shit was you know. So, I mean, you live and you learn, man. I mean, would it, you do it? Would you get married again? Um, I would get married again mm-hmm. because I, you know, I, I, uh, I know what I what I want out of it, and yeah. I know who I am now, and I understand what how to make it work for me, and I know what I want out of it. So, you know, I, I think it definitely has its pitfalls, and you know, it's not anything that's easy. But you know, the thing about it, man, is like I think. No matter what path you choose, like the devil's gonna get his due either way. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and I'm not saying that like to sound negative or anything like that, but it's just like there's all kind of relationships you can have. You can have marriage. You can have just be the single guy. You can have open marriage. You mm-hmm. can be swinger. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. But no matter what path you choose, you know there's gonna be a downside to that. And so for me. Mm-hmm. I've seen the downsides of some of these other things and I've seen the downside of marriage and it's like, okay, well for me personally, I can handle that downside more so than I would rather handle some of the downside of some of this other stuff. Like it's some of this, the, the, the benefits of marriage in this context to me outweighs the benefits of these other contexts. Yeah. The long well, run. especially yeah. in this industry, I feel like it's, I think it's crucial to have someone who's a partner that you can trust and and fall not fall back on but you know have on your in your corner yeah you have to you have to yeah i mean and i mean and like and me and my lady like we have a great relationship we cool it's like everything is like we have a good time and i mean the thing about it is like you know people don't like to hear me talk about this because they think i sound so harsh it's that capricorn shit i know you reckon you Uh you know you know what i mean but you know 
I just think that it's again, it's it, Chris Rock said, ain't no happiness nowhere. You know what I mean? Like it's, I mean, you, you can find happiness, but there's no utopia. There's no perfect person that's a unicorn. And you know, I think a lot of guys they have that problem. Like I think that's one of the things that you know, like Patrice O'Neill would say, which is hilarious, but it's it's real to a degree. You have to womanize before you can settle down mm-hmm. you know what i mean and i really think that's true and by womanize don't necessarily mean you just gotta fuck a lot of women but just date go out just experience a lot of women before you realize you're just looking at different variations of the same thing of course you know what i mean and like i think a lot of guys have our problem is that a lot of times i think we have this idyllic view of quote-unquote the perfect woman or she's the one she's the nah she's one in a million nah she's not one in a million she's one of a million yeah you know what i mean it's just you know she's she's one and she'll be in your life you know what i mean and she can be a great person to you and you'll be a great person to her and if y'all don't work then you will find another one as will yes, she you know what i mean the thing is that and going back to your your post about like do you go shoe shop and barefoot is that men like to monkey bar they like oh my to god women like to nah, no. I think y'all the monkey bar nah 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 b okay all right okay let's hear it let's, let's i feel it. like dudes monkey bar 10 times as much as women see a woman will monkey bar for like the sex of it but a man will monkey bar for like i need to know that when i let go of this thing here i need to have somebody that's willing to just kiss my ass and hold me up on a pedestal because every man knows when he's in a relationship that means all the women that were kind of into him are going to reveal themselves because like damn you know i always liked you right 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 so you in the back of your mind you're like okay i already got this woman that i'm trying to get out of my system or who i want to you know just end it with because she's not working out but i got all these other women who already revealed themselves and they're stepping up to see a man is not gonna go up to a woman and be like like yo, when you when you finish with that dude, let me know. Like he he don't mean a relationship. He mean I just want to smash. A right. woman is like when you done with your girl, let me know. I'm gonna cook you a seven course meal, some biscuits from scratch. I'm gonna clip your toenails and rub your back and right. brush but your black yeah, hairs. Like, well, I see what you're getting at, but I don't think it's the. I think it's the way around. I think it's the. Well, okay. Let's let's be fair. Let's call it down the middle. You what know man I mean? you know has looked at a woman who's in a relationship with another man and be like, "Damn, I can't wait to make that woman my girl." No, no, no. Niggas don't don't do that. Exactly. We don't do that. But I don't think so. Is that what you mean by monkey bar? I just want. Well, yeah, a monkey. What I'm saying is that the the monkey. I'm saying that men can monkey bar more than women because a woman will look at a man in a relationship and say, "I know that." First of all, what women tend to do is they they try to demonize the current girlfriend. So they say, right. okay, you know, she ain't shit and he don't really like her. I don't know why she's still in his face and I could do better than her. And she's not even that cute. She ain't even that smart. Like, you know, especially because men know that. So a man will tell the next woman in line, you know, I'm not really happy with her. And I told her it's over, but, you know, she's not really paying me no attention. And then he go, this bitch won't let him go. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> she crazy. And he don't even like her like that. She's stalking him. You're like, you just tell yourself this narrative. And then when he decides, okay, let me see if I can like swing from this branch to the next branch let me just make sure she gonna be like all on my shit and then that's when the other the new woman in line is like oh yeah i'll cook you dinner oh but yeah come thing, over here you can then, stay in my place oh yeah you can fuck me in an asshole like yeah whatever. but that but that but then the new woman though but that's just <laughs> but that's just part of the trap though that's like that's like 
Man, that's that's like the fucking old Columbia House twelve CDs for a penny and shit. <laughs> yeah. Like that's just to get you to sign up. You yeah. know what I mean? And men fall for that dumb yeah. shit. Right. So my so again, back to my original point, I think you have to womanize before because again, you're just looking at different variations of the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're not ever gonna find a unicorn. And I think that's what when you talk about what you were saying, what you call monkey barn. I think guys get into their mind where they say, okay, I, this one is going to have something. This woman is going to have something that my current woman doesn't. Mm-hmm. And that may be true. She may. But she's also going to be missing something yeah. that you're like, nigga, it's, it, it's, it's like fucking playing Jenga. You know what I mean? So it's like, for me, my thing is just always like, look. I tell brothers, like, look, man, whenever you're having problems when in relationships, in your marriage or whatever, I break things down into two categories. Is this a just a woman thing or is this a personal thing? Mm-hmm. Is this a woman thing or is this a that bitch thing? You yeah. know what I mean? So it's like if you come to me and you're like, yo, man, I'm having problems with my marriage my wife. Like, she just won't stop talking. She just always want to talk about her feelings. That shit, she getting on my nerves. I was like, well, nigga... That's just kind of what, that's just a woman thing. That's mm-hmm. what they do. You know what I mean? She's going to want to emote and talk to you about what's going on in her mind. That's just part of the game. Yeah. Now, if you come to me and say my woman talk all the time because she on cocaine, <laughs> that's a that bitch problem. You can, I, I guarantee you can find you a, a bitch that don't do coke before you find one that don't talk. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So at that point, you you can probably find you something else. But I think a lot of times, guys, with men, we get into this ideal thing of the one and just the one that's gonna be and it's like nigga there is no one there no. there is no that doesn't exist the best you can do is get you someone y'all come together most of the time y'all see eye to eye on the majority of the big shit and make it work and everything else all the other options that you see you know they only seem better to you because they're not you don't know them yet you don't know yeah. that shit yet yeah you know of what course mean? what is it the eighty twenty? Yeah, yeah, the whole 80-20, the Pareto principle yeah. shit. It's just yeah. like, dude, it, you're not gonna, it, yeah, you're not gonna ever find perfection. So what So what did 26-year-old Fonte versus today Fonte find in a woman? What was the, the key things that the younger you wanted versus what you want now? Uh, Young you want versus, um, I mean, I still want the same things in terms of, uh, in terms of, um, you know, like, you know, just. You're in a relationship now, right? Physically, yeah, yeah. Like serious, committed. Yeah, serious. So. So to your point, to my tweet, mm-hmm. I would not go shopping for shoes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Because right now I'm in a committed yes. relationship. So I wouldn't be shopping. Yes. But, you know, if if I wasn't, if I was just dating a person, mm-hmm. if we were just dating, then at that point, you know, it, it's fair game. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. it, ain't, it ain't over till it's over. It no, ain't over, it's till, over. We, yeah. till we pull the bodega doors down. It's mm-hmm. a nigga, we still, we still, it's still open. But um, so I guess the difference between twenty six thirty six, um, I would learn. I would just say like really learning a person and like knowing, like getting into a person's family history. You know what I mean? And I tell you know cats this all the time. If you're really gonna be serious about someone, it's like your wife or you know whatever. You know, get into their family history, bro. Mm-hmm. Get into a family history because whatever is in her background you know, is going to be in her some kind of way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, look at that family tree. Shake that shit down. Shake, man. Listen, shake that shit, man. Cut off a limb if you need to, nigga. Do something because that's a big part of it. And also, too, um, I would just say 
really understanding like what you really want from a person. So for me at 26, I didn't really know. Like I can't really put it on the woman. I just really had to put it on myself. I didn't really know like what marriage was about. And then one thing I will say from now, you know, 10, 11 years later removed, you know, I think that in in order for successful marriages to work or successful successful relationships to work, you have to kill your ego. You really got to mm-hmm. kill your ego. And what I mean by that is like if you go into a relationship thinking I and thinking what you're going to miss out on, like if you go into your uh. marriage thinking, damn, I got to give up all my bitches. <laughs> if you think about that, nigga, you're, go- you're not going to make it. But if you look at it from the standpoint of, which is kind of where I look at it now, and it's what I tell brothers, like, look, you have to think in terms of, in, in, in terms of marriage or relationship, I'm working for something greater than myself. I am planting, tr- I am planting seeds for of trees, and I will never sit in their shade. Mm-hmm. Like these, these are the work I'm putting in right now, and the things I'm building right now. I probably ain't even gonna be the one to really benefit from this yeah. shit. It's gonna be my kids' kids and their kids. They're gonna be the ones to really benefit from the fruits of my labor. Mm-hmm. It really ain't gonna be me. So I think that would be the key difference is like not really looking at what I'm getting out of it or what I'm losing out of it is really just removing myself from the equation and saying, okay, how am I being in service to my family, to my name, to my legacy? What do I want to leave behind? Yeah. And that was just something at 26 years old, you just don't think about because at 26, you think you're fucking invincible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so what do you tell your kids about marriage and dating? Well, well, I tell my kids, I mean, I just told boys, right? You have two boys. Yeah. My two boys. I got two boys. So, we have these discussions and I mean I tell my boys it's like look man we had a conversation with my with my son with my uh and we talked about this um Quest Love Supreme not too long ago. I had a conversation with my son and uh it was at the time when we had I had broken up with a, a girlfriend uh, and uh you know and we had broken up and I never wanted to be the guy that had like a bunch of women around mm-hmm. my kids. Like that was, you know, that's something I, I've never done. But, you know, we broke up and, you know, I was just like, man, I felt bad. So I just, you know, explained it to him. And I was like, I, I apologize to him. I was like, look, man, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? That, you know, another one bit the dust, fellas. <laughs> and another one down and another one down. I thought, I thought we had something, but nah, whatever. And so... I pulled my, this is my son, my, my, my oldest son at the time, he was 13. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I pulled him to the side. So after my youngest son had went to bed, I called him. I said, look, man, you're a little bit older, so I can talk to you in ways I can't talk to your yeah. youngest son. My youngest son, I said, so what's up? So I, I said, well, man, what's going on? So to my surprise, I'll never get this conversation. He said, well, dad, um, he said, well, honestly, I'm glad y'all broke up. Oh. I was like, what? He was like, yeah, he said, I ain't really like her. I'm yeah. like, what? He said, yeah. He said, I said, well, why don't you like her? He said, well, dad, it just seemed like you, it seems like she was into you more than you were into her. Mm-hmm. I said, well, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. No. What? What? No, I ain't supposed to be like it that. Supposed to my be mama like said, that. that is not, that's, it has to be like no, that. Chloe no, 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 no. You know what's so funny? You understand something? There's, oh, my fault. There's a group, there's a mindset now of women, because I know I'm in like various groups, and they're like, a man is supposed to love a woman more than a man is supposed to love 
um, vice versa. Then vice versa. Yeah. But I'm the exact opposite. It, 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 uh-uh. Yeah. So let me tell you something. I and I've said this before, and I I believe it, and I heard it in church. And let me tell you something. I grew up in a church, and I don't remember nothing. That but you remember said, this. But I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a guest preacher too, so you know I really remember. Right, it. right, right. <laughs> um, and so he said, and I've talked about this before. He said, um, a um, what he goes, a woman can learn to love a man but a man can't learn to love a woman a woman can learn to love a man you know okay i will agree with that but that's bullshit though because but it's true because no no, no you- it's true but it it's ultimately is bullshit okay a woman can love uh, okay a woman can learn to love a man but a man can't, can't learn to, learn love, to a love a woman because okay. a woman could a woman a man so say if you were pursuing me and i'm like i don't really like him he's okay and all the time you do nice things and you were there for right, me when i that, needed and, you and, and and you show that you have but that's what i mean that's bullshit and, like that but then for the, the flip man side, for the flip side if if i'm coming on to you and i'm going above and beyond and doing all the same things that you had done for me in this parallel universe you could still be like i just don't see it chloe i don't care how much no absolutely but okay okay so what you're talking about what you're talking about right now what what you're talking about right now is negotiated desire you know what i mean like you're what you're talking about is like okay you're saying a woman can learn to love a man yes yeah that's that's true but let's look at when that happens so it's like yeah like when you like in your 20s and you like hot shit and you like your text messages, you got all these unanswered, fucking unopened text messages, and like mm-hmm. you like popping, then yeah, you're like you get you you the Heisman Trophy winner, you stiff arming niggas everywhere. It's like because you got so many options, but then as you get older, and then you're like, okay, I'm not the young bitch in the club no more. Yeah, you, know you start I mean? settling, and you, then you st- learn to love a dude. Let's talk about it. And so, and to me, that ain't love. Like that's dependency. You you learn you you you're looking to get with a nigga. Because not because you necessarily love him, it's because he is providing something for you and you see your window closing. So now, like, you like, okay, th- those things, all the ain't shit niggas that I fucked in my 20s, yeah. now I want a quote unquote good nigga in my 30s. But now the nigga in your 30s is looking at you like, well, yo, but hold up, but you was with this nigga and this nigga. He ain't got to know who I've been with. He ain't got to know who I've been with. Nah, but it's, but it's, but no, no, no. He may may not necessarily know the the actual parties, but he, 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 he can feel the, 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 the essence. Women are born, but men have to become. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So in other words, it's like, like a woman is born and it's like she's born with kind of with everything. You know what I mean? But, like, you slowly lose that over time. Men are born with nothing, and we gain more over time if you play your cards right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like when you're 20 and, like, y'all both 20 years old, it's like the woman is at, like, the top of the food chain. She's going up. Yeah. But, like, you're just, you broke. You like the Lawrence from Insecure, nigga. You trying to develop your app and all this shit. You was going to find the Hive, nigga. To bring Lawrence Hive. (laughs) Lawrence Hive. So if you don't know, support Fonte, your local Best Buy. Fonte is Team Lawrence from Insecure HBO Issa Rae's uh, award nominated. Yeah, Issa she Rae's. just got nominated for the Golden Globes, yeah. right? Um, so congrats to Issa. Shout out to Issa Rae. Big up. Fonte has been trolling the internet <laughs> in his unwavering support for Lawrence 
smashing Tasha the yes, Bentella. It had to I'm happen. not even mad. I, first of all, I, I see this is how I know I'm different. I didn't even realize that women could be upset at him smashing the bank teller when him and Issa were clearly were broken, broken up. up. Right. If he says, I'm, if someone says to you, I'm done, I'm not doing Don't this. Don't ever fucking call me Stop again. Stop calling me. Right. Then y'all, at that moment, y'all are done. That's it. Right. Y'all may be working on something in the future. But see, Issa and, the, and I'm saying Issa, the character, not Issa, but Issa, the character in the show um, was dumb as fuck for leaving that weekend immediately when she got off the phone with him. He says, yeah. he says, I want to talk to you. And I have a girlfriend. She was like, I would have left too. And I'm like, and you would have been. And you would have been. And you would have found yes. that Best Buy shirt in your goddamn yes. class. <laughs> he says, we should talk when you come back. Right. That, that don't mean come back tonight. Night. No. <laughs> because now, if you if you told him, hey, I'm not going to be there this weekend. You can go stay at my place. And all of a sudden, you pop up. Then y'all really done. Because now, I'm if I'm him, I'm looking at you like, yo, you really don't have no boundaries. Mm, exactly. You don't respect my space. You don't respect you my You don't time. respect my work. Yeah, yeah. No, oh, we I on the same page. First, I love telling him that now. Like, if a guy is trying to, like, ask me out and stuff and he playing around and he don't want to keep to, like, the schedule that we have when meeting up, I, I have texts. I be like, you don't respect my time. So... We can't. I, I can't give you any more of my. Because you, yeah, because you're not yes. respecting. That. And that's real. That's real. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think most guys can respect that. I no, mean, they no. After after they get that message, then they call me like ten times, being like, "Oh, I'll, let me make it up to you." And I'm like, "Yo, no. where do you meet these diggers?" Let me tell you something. I like, I've told ne- like, I can't because <laughs> because I, I don't want. Let me be clear. Because any women that are listening to this, you know, this podcast, listen, man, I don't ever want to invalidate a woman's experience you know because yes. i'm not a woman and i don't date men so mm-hmm. i don't know what y'all going to do mm-hmm. but i just hear y'all stories i'm just like where do you oh, find have, these I niggas like what the i don't know none of these niggas crazy i have some of the craziest stories that have happened to me and i don't even really get mad at it i don't i talk about this on stage i met this guy once i never talked to him after that not never but like we didn't have any real conversation so i gave him my number we met we talked of course and we exchanged information maybe like a week later he texted me out of the blue hey comma i wanted to eat your pussy <laughs> <laughs> like i would <laughs> yeah oh yeah i break it down i break I it down i'm like i wanted digger. to like so at some point he's writing this and he was goes like wanted past 10 right 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 like it's like, not like me, saying like I left something at your yeah, house or something. Yeah, like just, oh, I just want to, I, I just want to let you know that I wanted to do this thing real quick. <laughs> just, just put it out there. Real fast. Too. Like I mean, I'm, if you want to, I could. I don't know, but maybe I don't know. If you didn't, I just want to. It was a moment. It happened. It passed tense, and I was like, you know, because it, it just takes one low self esteem person to be like, yeah, okay. No, yo, and I will say, yo, and I will say this too. For all the like the horror stories I hear from women and women like have of dating way or whatever, worse stories than men. What? Well. I don't know. Men's stories, men's stories revolve around one crazy woman who's super crazy, who's done something super crazy. That's like once in a lifetime. Women deal with micro crazy every single time. Well, well okay, I, I'll give you that. I will concede that. I think that I, we deal with micro crazy as well. It just it it just shows up differently. You know what I'm saying? It just shows up differently. Like it, it's not like y'all's micro crazy isn't like vulgar and coarse like i think y'all deal with sexual micro crazies if it wasn't for what i do for a living i would have punched niggas in the face on a weekly basis but the stage is your release it's not the, it's not that i just don't i got things i can't go to jail i got things to do you know <laughs> what i mean like i literally have things i to can't do. fuck up my passport for you niggas. yeah you know what i'm saying like i got like i gotta do tv tomorrow i can't be right right fucking hemming up some bitch in the stairway like no <laughs> 
I gotta be on TV. I got shit to do. So that's what I'm saying. Like if I if I had no life, oh, I would be reckless. Like I'd be punching. You have things to lose. You have yeah. you have things to lose. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I, I, I and I'm and I'm the same way. I mean, I think that when when I hear these stories of like you know the the, the crazy stuff that happens with women and and and, and, and men. The thing I always tell my female friends, I'm just like, listen, no matter how outlandish that this was, no matter how crazy it was, whatever he did, you have to remember and think that worked before. Hey, that's that's what I'm saying. That, like that worked for somebody. That's like I, I have a friend. Like yes. so she was like, I was on a date with this nigga. We in the car and he just pulled his dick out. And I was just like, yo, that's fucked up. That's like disturbing. Like I would never. But I guess. And again, I'm the person. On both sides of the fence, whether it's talking about men or women, whenever I see just some crazy shit happen, I'm a person that always thinks, okay, well, I wonder what makes a person do yeah, that. You know what I mean? I like it. to analyze. And like, I what? find when it comes to men doing dumb shit, it's always a f- one stupid ass friend that he has told them this shit in conversation. And in the back of his mind, he's like, yo, I'm going to try that. I'm gonna try, or they, or I'm telling you, they tried it and it worked of course. before. Like yeah. it, it was okay, proven. So what's you know what's the mean? craziest thing that you've done on a woman? The to a woman. craziest oh god like man. you and while you were doing it, you was like i know i'm fucked up with this shit oh the craziest thing i've done huh, um oh god man i don't know i mean like nothing that would get me like arrested and shit like that um i have a friend i have i have a lot of homeboys right and so they said that their their go-to move well one of them said their go-to move was that they had a girl over the house this is like in the 20s okay got a girl over the house they chilling, watching TV or whatever, eating something, and he'll go to the bathroom and come back butt ass naked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was at, well, I've done that before. I've done that several times, but all the times I've done that, I've never done that like on a blind date or on a woman. This is first time at the house. Yeah, like first. Nah, I've never done that first time at the house. I've done that. There was a, there was a rapport yeah. there. You just don't pop up on a bitch butt naked. You know what I mean? But, I went um, to a guy's again, house. Well, yeah. I can't do that. I, I oh yeah. no no no. Well, I was at a dude. I remember a time. I never had a dude pop out on me naked, but I definitely was at a guy's house, and it was around Christmas. And he went to the bathroom. He came back, and he just had on like like reindeer boxers. Like like yo, look at my box. Like it was one of those things. Like right, right, right. it could be a it could be a joke or it could be some. Oh, dick. It could be serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I mean because you know, I'm thinking about my tweeties that I think that the never fail can't miss move for the 20s was always the do, we, do you want a massage like oh, the massage yeah. for the 20s the 20s massage and that ends in the 20s niggas in their 30s are not offering they ain't even giving massages like i think now like if it's you would girl, appreciate like a massage like if a, yeah because i'm stressed out yeah like you nigga rub your feet away it's like oh shit that might actually you know what i mean yeah uh the the foot rub is 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 good um um i tell bro you know what i'm saying the hair you know what i'm saying the hair washing you um, wash a woman's hair yeah, but like, at what stage of the the courtship are you washing a woman's hair? Um, I mean, once you're my woman, like that's you know, I'll do it. But I, but I like hair. Do you have period. a uh, a shampoo sink in your house? Do you know? Do you do a woman with natural hair? You know how common. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, it's I your... literally had to lay in the tub to wash my hair two days ago. Oh damn, damn you! Yeah, that that that's that's <laughs> that's labor intensive. Nah, I do it in the shower. You know what I'm saying? I like you know what I'm saying because I'm just a hair nigga. I like. You know, like the play in the hair, the pull the hair, put the nice conditioner on the hair. You know what I'm saying? I tell fellas, you know, whenever, you know, if you just want to show your woman how much you care about her, just jack off with a good conditioner. And uh, <laughs> just. <laughs> what? 
just let her know. You know, just let you know, baby. I thought about you today, so I, I you know, saying Are you I, jacking off with my Shea Moisture. Yeah, I, I let off with which is Shea Moisture because I care. You know what I mean? Ooh, but God. I mean, but nah, yeah, I, I like I like hair, and you know, I do that. But yeah, I, I think. Hmm. I'm telling you right this now, is, you ain't. You but ain't niggas ain't doing that shit now. I'm you saying. ain't using your monkey paws to knot up my motherfucking natural hair. <laughs> No, nah, I, mean, I know I, you. I know you going straight. You going straight to the fucking root with them big old fingertips and just massaging and just napping my hair up. No, nah, I got to detangle. You got you. You got to put the detangle. I do. Nigga, look, it ain't just the wash. Ain't I, nothing sexy about washing natural hair. No, it was well sexy in what way? You like, mean, like it's not like it's it's an intensive process. It is an intensive process, but I'm saying if you're a person like me that just likes hair, you can find the beauty in that. If you yeah. if that's just what you, you should, like, yeah, I think you should just in- install a, a shampoo sink in your house. I don't know. And man, then she man. can lay down. You can you can have rose petals leading her to the shampoo seat, <laughs> and you can put a nice cashmere towel down. She can lay on it butt ass naked you and tilt then, her and back, the tilt her back into the sink. You so know, what is a shampoo? Sink? Is that like the that's sink? That's the one at the yeah, sink. like in the barbershop yeah, the, yeah. with the little V yeah, or the little yeah, U yeah. or whatever. You gracefully put like rest her head into the bowl of the sink. Yeah, and it's having your dick on her shoulder while you shampoo on her I the think whole that time. My woman's gonna hear this shit, and you're giving all these ideas. She's gonna want a fucking shampoo sink now. Get a shampoo sink. So- <laughs> it's way better than me. Way better than me being cold and and wrinkly in the sham in the shower, standing up. Are you trying to fucking get the sh- condition out of my hair? Yeah, it's a it's, it's a it's a. She technique. could be sucking your dick while you rubbing her hair and shit. Like I that. Get, yeah, I, you thought about this. I no, I'm thinking that. about it now. <laughs> you put it out there. I'm helping you out. I'm trying to make your relationship work. Well, oh yeah, because Chloe Hillard is definitely who I would go to for relationship <laughs> advice. <laughs> that, is, that is the first person in my phone I call. Yep, I'm here for you. Oh, I give really good. I give very, 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 very good no, relationship. You know what? And you know what, Chloe? I fuck, but I believe you. I I'm a firm believer in the maxim that those who can't do teach. <laughs> Dead ass, like seriously, I, I I believe you, I believe you. I mean, listen, people call me for yeah. advice, and I'm, I'm divorced yeah. and shit. So I'm like, dude, but a lot of brothers hit me up for advice about shit. Well, you should tell them all if they want to, you know, get to another level of their relationship, they should install a shampoo sink. And get the shampoo, and sink. you can't do because you're North Carolina, so you got space. You can't do that shit in New York. Nah, you can't. Yeah, you can barely have a damn couch in New York. No. So yeah, I you know I I don't know I I just I I listen I like having these kind of conversations because it just shows just how different we are you know what I'm saying as men and women which I mean I think it'd be a beautiful thing but I just think that with that particular tweet back to the original thing again if you're committed to someone and you're saying and you've told that person hey you know it's you then okay I'm not gonna be on fucking Bumble or yeah. fucking Tinder or whatever the fuck your yeah. side soul swipe right yeah. the black shit. But I mean, but if you're just dating, even if you're being intimate with women, and back to your original thing about how, you know, <clears throat> I believe there's a way to do things. If you want to be the quote unquote playboy or whatever, is like, like demonstrate, never explicate. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So, and what I mean by that is like, listen, if I'm dating you and you and you and yes. you, first off, if you know me and you know I'm a high quality man you know i have whatever whatever my status is in life uh, he's a good looking guy he, body's looking good or he got a lot of money or whatever whatever it was that made you want to fuck him uh-huh. you gotta assume there's at least two three other bitches that want to fuck him for those same reasons oh, absolutely so, you know what i mean so it's like listen i'm not gonna ex- explicitly come out and tell you 
you know I'm fucking three other hoes, right? Uh-huh. Nah, I'm not going to do that because one, again, that's just cruelty. And two, I don't need to say that because I'm showing you that. Like you already Yeah, but the way know you can say is. that is saying if I call you, right? If I call you and say, hey, Bane, I want to see you. Let's get up Friday. And you need to, what you need to say, and what you need to say is, Hey, you know, I'm sorry. I already have plans Friday. Right. Versus, oh, let me see. I'll let you know. Let me get back to you. When you already know you got plans on Friday. Well, yeah, if you already got, or or you could have caught me at a time where, you know, hey, I don't, I don't know. And then, no, and then what I'm saying, but no, no, no. Because if you say you don't know what you're doing, which means that you not. I'm making a choice. I'm I'm trying to decide. You're trying to decide if you the choice I want to make on Friday night. I might have a better option on Friday night. Don't say that because then that makes you. The woman feel like, damn. Well, well how come you don't want to spend a? Friday how come night you don't me? know right now? Yeah. Right. Well, no, yeah. You you have to be direct. I I agree. I mean, but you see, have... the thing is, the flip side is that men. I don't feel like men view women the way you say that women view men, which is, you know, if a woman knows that a man is quality, she should un- assume that he comes with a whole bunch of other options. And I don't think that men look at women that way. I think a man looks at a woman, and says, even if she is quality, I don't think a man respects the quality that a woman has. You know, hold up now, hold up. You got to like run that. dating. You don't think a man respects the this quality is, actually, that a woman you know what has? It is? This is what I think. I think I think a woman sees a man who has who has quality and all these great attributes. Okay, right, and she may not want to come to the reality that he has a lot of options. So she's saying, okay, well, let me just be in his life, right? Because eventually, hopefully, I could you know wear him down, or he'll see how great I am, right, right, right. But I'll be there in any capacity, so I'm in the running. Gotcha. The okay. flip side is a man will see a woman who has who's great quality and has a lot of attributes, and he'll say, "Yeah, that's too much. I don't want to deal with that." No. Yes. No. That. that okay. Yes. Okay. Let, okay. First off, let's break this down. Let's let's deconstruct this. This is very good. Let's deconstruct this. I feel like we we have a teachable moment here. <laughs> okay. Let's deconstruct this. Okay. First and foremost, I think we have to just break down what constitutes quality to a woman and mm-hmm. what constitutes quality to a man because we look for each other for two very different things yes. for the most part so for so i think a lot of times the okay i think where women struggle in this is because y'all view us in the same lens with which y'all view so okay so like a woman says like y'all project a lot of times so like a woman will say well listen I'm educated, you know what I'm saying? I make good money, I'm single, I'm no kids, I'm I'm this, I'm that, I'm high quality, I make good money, I'm an independent woman, you know what I'm saying? I still can't find a man, why doesn't he want? And the thing is, you're projecting because those are the things that you want in a man. You want a man that's driven, that's successful, mm-hmm. that's educated and all this shit. For us, we don't care about that shit. We don't <laughs> care about how many fucking degrees you got, no. We don't fucking care. Like, listen, for me, it's important, and I think this speaks for a lot of guys as well. We just want a woman to have a passion. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have a passion for something, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've always said the sexiest thing a woman can have for me is something to do. You got to have something to do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So if you're a woman that is, if you have a passion, not a job, because yeah. them hoes be fucking miserable. But if you have a passion, yeah. you know what I mean? Whether your passion is art or law or whatever. If that's your passion, then honey, we can get together, we can build, I can feed that passion, I can help you, and we can make something. But if you're just the woman that's just, I'm the quote unquote career girl that's just doing this, 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 and that, and I still can't find a man, why don't they want me? Then at some point you gotta realize, okay, well maybe I'm using the wrong bait. Like maybe these things that are important to me 
maybe they don't give a fuck about. And it doesn't mean that they're wrong, but it's like, like for example, <clears throat> same thing, I could put a shoe on the other foot. It's probably brothers out there that's like, oh, man, you know, I'm a nice guy and I'm this. And I know I've had this conversation so many times. Brothers have come home and say, oh, man, I'm a nice man. I'm married and, you know, I don't do this and I don't do that. And I'm such a good man, but she still won't treat me. It's like, okay, well, maybe she's not that's not what she's looking for mm -hmm. you know what i mean like yeah. maybe you're not moving her in the way that she wants to be moved maybe she instead of this nice guy maybe you need to grab her by the neck and fuck her in the closet a couple of times you know what i mean yeah. just to show you you, you know what i mean yeah. like so this that nice guy no, shit, no i'm not no bitch nigga yeah. you know what i mean so it's like again you can't look at it from what you value. You got to look at it from what the other person values. Got it. You so know what I mean? When I meet a guy and he knows everything, not everything about me, but he, he knows, he knows my resume. Okay. And then he'll say something in conversation like, yeah, so would you cook for me? And I'm like, fuck no, I'm not cooking for you. And that's where you lose. <laughs> that's where you lose. Because again, we don't care about none of that. Like we don't care. I mean, listen, when I say I don't care. Like, if you have a career, if you have all these things, like, great, that's fantastic. I'll support you. I'll help you in all of that. Yeah. But for us, that shit is not important. You know what I'm saying? So, if me I'm, cooking for you with no panties on in the kitchen is important to you. Hell, yeah. Well, I don't know panties on because bacon grease are popular. Well, I ain't baking no bacon with Yeah, no I mean, well, that's right. You ain't cooking bacon. But any kind of meat or something, chicken what or something. What I'm saying is this is, though. But, see, to me, when you ask me that question, you have done nothing to deserve that. Well, I well okay. Well, uh, I agree. I think that's an early question that you ask on. I wouldn't ask, "Would you cook for me?" My question would be, "Do you cook, or what are some of your favorite dishes?" Because for me, again, like it's funny. I had this conversation. Me and my lady had this conversation the other night. It's like, listen, a lot of times we were talking about like, like I have a, a thing to always say is like, when you talking about prenups or you talking about threesomes? Like those are kind of the same conversation because it's not so much about the answer that they give. It's just the fact that once you have that conversation, your relationship is never the same after that. Like mm -hmm. it changes the context of what it is you're doing. So in terms of like asking a woman for a threesome, right, which is like what you're saying, ask for cooking. It's not so much that I want the threesome. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cause I don't. I mean, I'm not that guy. You but the fact that, that you're willing to, to yes. do it, like nigga, yes. that means a lot. So yeah. you know what I mean. So it's like it's like, listen, I know that you know that may not be your thing, but the fact that you're willing to be a whore for me, that is great. And yeah. I will take you down the aisle and make you a virtuous oh whore. No, no you know woman, what I mean? Me but it's like, no woman is thinking that she's gonna be taken out of the aisle because she she would have a threesome. I, I, I know, but I'm just I'm just thinking. Well, not, I'm just, most women won't. Right, most women. But I'm just saying. So, but my thing is, so it's like with that, we're asking. I would, my question would be, do you cook or what do you like to cook? Because, you know, I'm not necessarily going. If we're just meeting each other, I'm not going to say, okay, well, cook for me. You know what I mean? You don't know me like that. And and not for nothing, I don't know if you can fucking cook. You know, what's so, so funny. I was I was I was dating this guy, right? I was dating this guy, and we were at his house. He had a roommate. Okay. And we were in his room, and I smelled someone cooking. And I heard a woman's voice, and I was like, "Oh yeah, someone's cooking." He was like, "Oh yeah, you know my my roommate. He has like this chick, whatever he's dealing with." And I was like, "Oh, she's going in right now." He was like, "What do you mean?" And I knew exactly. I was the like, "She's." She was making. I was like, "She's making exactly this," and I named it to a T. He was like, "No," she's like, "I was like, trust me." And so he went out and got us some water, and he came back. He was like, "You're absolutely right." I was like, "I know." I said, "Cause she's trying to get chose. She's yes. in there chefing it up." 
And he was like, you are absolutely right. And he was like, but you know what? And he said to me, he was like, you know what? I wouldn't even want you to do that. And I was like, oh, no, see, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that <laughs> here in this context. Was- I wouldn't invite you to my place, but I'm not buying the ingredients and going shopping and doing all of this for me to know that I'm just your Thursday bitch. Right. No, 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 no. Right. It, I, I agree. I'm not going to do it in that much. concept. She was doing too much. I don't much. know say she was doing she too was much. Doing she too was much. she was putting a resume out there. Listen, man. If I'm with you and we're together, I would cook meat for you. I don't have to eat it. But no, I'm, you don't understand. You don't understand. Like, listen, man. Like, listen, Chloe. Look, chicken is very important to me. You know what I mean? So it's like I couldn't, I couldn't be with and like because i had like it was the chick like like that was really interested in me mm-hmm. and we were but she was vegan yeah and i was just like fuck that like i serious? can't really? yes oh, fuck she could have changed your life she could lower your cholesterol help you man, lose 30 pounds that veganism is a cult man them no, niggas it, no it, if you talk about like dr sebi alkaline vegan yes that yeah, shit them is nigg- hardcore that, that, man but listen, like just vegan, regular vegan is not that them niggas is y'all just branch davidians that don't eat cheese no. Nigga, I'm not fucking. I'm not fucking with no, no. Fuck all that. Yeah. So I, listen, I I just think that look, I, it's so much of a relationship. It has to do with food. It has to do with food, and it doesn't mean that your life has to be centered around food. Yeah. But like sharing, like yo, if we can't eat chicken together, like how can I listen, man? If you can walk away from chicken, how do I know you won't walk away from me? You sound. Crazy. Man, no, I'm so serious. No. Like, how, if you can give up chicken, yeah, because how can I know? How can I be sure might, you can't give up not, meat? You know, first of all, let's not even go down this road because in America, the way we process meat is hella janky compared to other parts of the country. So, if somebody comes to you from just like a health aspect alone, being like, "Listen, babe, they put too much shit." Unless we, unless, unless we gonna get us some nice land in North Carolina and grow and our raise own chickens our own and all chicken that, and slaughter it. Man, that's a lot of shit to do. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Lot. You but, got, but, but you can't. You got to be careful what you put into no, your body. No, I, no, I completely agree. And I mean, you can buy. I mean, we have farmers markets and like yes. you know around. I mean, and but all that, that. If you do a farmer market chicken, you're not eating chicken every day. You eating chicken maybe once a week. You understand the American family in the 50s had chicken once a week. Right. Right, meat like Not beef no more, once yeah. a week. That's why people ate fish on Fridays because they couldn't. I mean, couldn't afford. Really, they say fr- like fish Fridays because of like the classic church. No, it's because it was a cheaper. It was a it was a luxury. Mm-hmm. So you had chicken once a week. You had leftovers. Niggas was eating pot roast more than chicken. Right. No. So, so you know this idea of like chicken all the time is because they mass produce. They mass so producing what are they doing to meet it? the demand. Yeah. So what do you what do you think is in it? When you eating it all the time, yeah, it's all like uh, steroids. And so all kinds if you of do shit. chicken, I kind of say if you're doing like free range, locally grown, farm sourced, high chicken, quality, the best quality, yes, you can get. But you ain't eating that every day. Now you're not eating that every day. I'm sure Popeyes is not having. Uh, you definitely can't eat Popeyes chicken. <laughs> no, you can't eat no damn Popeyes chicken. And live, you want to live? You can't. You know. No, nah, you you can't do it. But no, food is a big part of it. So it's like, listen, man, if we can't, if we can't enjoy the same foods together. You know what I'm saying? Then that would be a big part. That's the intimacy thing for me. Like that's like, you know what I mean? We we gotta have something that we can indulge in together. Like if I can't, if we can't eat chicken together, how are we gonna get <laughs> through life look- trials? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, letting, I'm letting you know that um the name of this podcast is going to be Fonte wants to eat chicken together. Yo, yo, you can make it. I'm with it. I'm with it. We gotta eat chicken. Like honey, if we can't do that, if I can't eat. The flat pieces and give you the fat pieces. Can I just tell you that I just I it. just learned what the flat pieces were. Yeah. Like the niggas just start saying flats recently. Is that nah, like a, nah? Nah, flats are drums or flats or 
the flat pieces, or my mom called them the fat pieces, the drums. I when I was a kid, I used to like the drums, the drumettes, but I I'm, I'm a flat guy now. It's it's uh. You know, it's a certain technique you can use just well, to get the. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your mind right now because I'm actually going to be eating meat. Um, of again. course so, you are. Only, no, of let me course. tell you why. Let me tell you why because I'm going on vacation and where I'm going, it's it's a very meat based country. Where are you so going to? I'm going to Cuba. Oh, okay, okay. So you have to. I mean, you got to come I'm on. Not getting, I'm not getting no quinoa in Cuba, and I would never want to like abstain from what is locally the there. natural. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so with I would I'm eat with there. So I'm probably gonna. I'm much. I'm gonna try and stay away from pork, though. I will try to stay away from pork. Yeah, pork is not really something that I'm. I'm not really a big pork guy. I mean, even like with bacon and stuff, I ain't really like the biggest uh, like pork guy. If I yeah. want to taste, I would make a pretty good. Uh, pork chops like in my cast iron skillet i would do uh oh god what is it um turmeric yeah and like garlic powder and like season up real good but i would do a good pork chop but um i'm gonna tell you something i'm, really I, I'm never frying chicken i'll never fry chicken in my life i tried it twice i it didn't it didn't turn out why did you how did you fry chicken because it takes so long unless like you know the only way i would fry chicken is if i got one of those um the, the meat thermometer no oh, the meat, meat thermometer, thermometer. Cause I'm always afraid of it not being cooked. That's nah, the worst. The worst thing with... in the world is to serve somebody some undercooked fish. No, nah, all you gotta do is like, listen, you gotta get your oil, put your oil in there. You need a good uh, canola oil. You can do a canola oil. I've done it in peanut oil. I've done chicken in just about any kind of oil you got that name. No, but, but the thing is, you need so much oil. You need to be able to deep fry it. Well, I don't really deep fry. You can deep fry. I know my home used to have in college used to have the fry daddy. You just drop it oh, in the no. fry daddy. Mm -mm. But yeah, you just do it say maybe like like six minutes on each side. No, no, that's way not. That's not enough. You talking about wings or pieces of chicken? Pieces of chicken. Nah, like, I mean, like like drumettes or whatever. Minutes. I mean, like or like uh like like short legs. thigh. Yeah, that way more. A than short thigh you might need a little more yeah. than breast. Like, yeah, if you're frying breast. But yeah, ch frying chicken is not that. Mm -mm. Extensive. It's not. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not a big soul food person anyway. Oh man. So you don't eat yams? No, I eat yams, but like just I would. Eat, I eat it. I eat. I eat a plate of soul food maybe, maybe three times a year. Oh man. That's why you single, Chloe. <laughs> No man, I can't be sitting around eating. Yo man, you no. indifferent. I mean, I eat I eat collard greens, but I'm not gonna sit like that, like a, a classic Southern plate of food: collard greens, candy yams, mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese, fish, chicken, turnips, and all that other potato. I don't I You're don't eat, all, eat that. all that. No, I'm, I'm okay. That's too I, much. It's too nah, much. Nah, it is a lot. It is it is a lot. It is a lot. And I mean, my Thanksgiving consumption. You know who has good mac and cheese? Trader Joe's has some good mac and cheese. Nigga, let's talk about it. Trader Joe's mac and cheese is better than some mac and cheese yes. I done seen on people's tables yes. at holidays. Mm -hmm. Trader Joe's mac and cheese, all I would do is like I would get it. I mean, you can eat it straight up, yes. but I would make it for my boys. And all I would do is take like an extra piece of cheddar cheese and put it in there. Put a little bit of uh, uh, smoked paprika. Yeah. Put some smoked paprika in it and a little pepper. And like I would put pepper jack cheese in yeah. it just to give it. Oh, that shit is amazing. It's so good. It's, it's so, so good. Yeah. Trader Joe's is like the weed snack capital of the world. Oh, yeah, that's true. That shit is amazing. Okay, let's wrap this up. Um, Fonte, what <laughs> what makes you a social misfit? What makes me a social misfit? Um, I think what makes me a social misfit is that um, I just give my take on things, and uh, sometimes they really offend a lot of people. <laughs> And I just don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Were you um, always that way? Uh, 
Yeah. I, well, yeah, I guess I was. I mean, I mean, it got a little worse as I got older because, mm-hmm. you know, the older you get, I think you become more uh, more free and just more uh, yes. more uh, just more understanding of who you are. And it's just it's like, look, this is who I am. Fuck it. Take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Uh, so for me, I've kind of actually fell back on um, on social media. Because, I mean, I still promote and stuff, but I kind of fell back because I realized I had to make a choice. And I was talking to a buddy of mine about this the other night. Like, I had to make a choice. It's like in 2016, I was like, listen, I can either be involved in social media or I can still love black people. And I had to make a choice because <laughs> <laughs> social media was making me begin to hate niggas. Yeah, it and drains. Like, it's draining. It's so draining. And just, it's, it's too. I mean, especially if you're a person of color in this country, especially now that we're we are politically. Let's not. Yeah, I don't even want to address it. But absolutely. But you can. You can. Social media already makes you hate white people. So the last thing you want to do is start hating. So I hate niggas. I'm, yeah. I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta turn it off. I gotta stop because when you just see people's thoughts and it's just like, yo y'all really believe this and like you really oh my god no i gotta know and a lot of things for me you know a lot of times it's just shits and giggles so i mean i I put my real opinions out there but i mean like the tweet that we talked about tonight i mean it was comedy but the shit was real you know i mean it was it was real but i try to just put real things in a in a comedic way but but yeah i guess that's what makes me a social misfit i just like to uh, talk about things and give my opinion on things that may not always be popular, but if you disagree with it, then come at me with some facts and we can have a discussion. And here's the but thing: people I mean, don't come back with facts, nigga. Ever, Never. ever, they come back with feelings. Yeah, and, and that's, it's funny because it's the few times when I've actually had like a discourse with people, not really black people, but like especially trolls or you know like whatever, you know who supporters. I always tell them these are the ways in which you can talk to me. If you mm. once you come out of your face to me, the conversation's over. It's over. So if you wanna, so if you wanna have a real conversation with facts or feelings, we can. But once you start saying you stupid and you this right. and you that, you, then yeah, the conversation's over. That. And you know what's interesting? Probably seven times out of ten, they will concede and be like, "All right, I feel you, but let's have this conversation." Because I've learned that social media just shows you that people are deprived for interpersonal communication. Yeah, and so they would yeah. rather agree to a rule so that they can keep the conversation going than to give it up. Because the worst thing is if you and I get into it on Twitter and we going back and forth, and all of a sudden you start responding, niggas crumble. <laughs> right? They can't. They can't handle that. They can't handle it. So they, they would rather that. keep it going, and then y'all both be like peace out. But you know, all of a sudden, once you realize, oh, ain't nobody retweeting me, or I'm not. I no longer know, have an audience. Yeah, no, no one audience? cares anymore. Oh, they lose yeah. It. Oh man, you dude. I think it makes people. It makes you more. And this is a lesson I learned, like back in back in like the OK Player days. I'm oh, like back okay in the day. Shout out yeah. OK Player. But like. I think social media is for the antisocial. Mm-hmm. Like social media is for like it be niggas with like six figure tweet counts, like five hundred thousand tweets, and then you meet them in person and they just be the most meek. They meek meal like this, yeah. just so meek and quiet. And I'm like, but what happened to? I mean, you were super nigga on these yeah. retweets though. Yeah. Like what happened? And so once I saw that, like just how. There's a big gulf. There's very few people that really walk it like they talk it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There are there are some that I know, and I met some really good people, made a lot of great connections over social media. And so my experience overall has been really good. But uh, I've also f- realized that 
the loudest people a lot of times they are just the loud minority you know what i mean you can't let them overpower the rational motherfuckers you know what i mean and when you talk about social media and being a misfit did you does does this ever because this comes into my mind do you ever worry about your online personality overshadowing what you really do um like people coming to you for your commentary your wit or your sass and then not realizing that you are an accomplished actually have a career (laughs) yeah yeah i think i think there's definitely like you don't want to ever be known as like the twitter comedian or like the you know i think um i think joe button is a person that uh it kind of falls into oh, yeah. that category. It's kind you know of, what I'm saying? It's hurt him sometimes. Yeah, it, yeah, it has. And I mean, and shout out to Joe. I mean, that's my homie. You know, he's an incredibly talented, you know, MC. I mean, I, I, I love Joe's bars. But no one really but, knows him for that. Yeah, no, everyone. Like, they know him for his girlfriends. For his for girlfriends, his dog, the drama. For his pool the, parties. Yeah, him chasing the oh, whatever. Crazy. It's like all of that shit. And so, you know, you definitely kind of, I, I think if nothing else, he's kind of a cautionary tale for that. And I think he kind of is even aware of it, you know, just where your persona quote unquote can overtake you know the actual work that you put in and so you never want to be that i mean i'm a person that you know if if i'm not famous enough to the point well i guess i could have someone tweet for me if i wanted to but that would be kind of corny yeah but you know what i'm saying but um if i didn't have anything to sell if i wasn't like promoting my shows and the things i'm involved in I wouldn't be on none of this shit. Yeah. I, 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 I said I would have I would have gotten rid of Facebook three years ago, but I found that I get a lot of work from Facebook mm-hmm. that I wish I didn't. But I mean, I wish I didn't have to have that medium, but I may get to the point maybe like two, three years when I'm at the point where I'm really stable and it's a- happening automatically that I might just shut down on my social media. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Did they say like, what's his name? Um, Bill Murray doesn't have a cell phone. Wait, that was a thing. It's like I think he, so. he doesn't have a cell phone. He just has a house phone, but he shows up everywhere. <laughs> That's <laughs> see when I think about like the kind of celebrity, I'm like I don't I, I hate to say like I want I'm a celebrity, but it's a reality. Like the type when I think of the type of celebrity I would like to be, I would be like the person who just photo bombs your photo as you taking a picture yeah you be that and guy just keep it moving yeah no that's great i my celebrity life goal my celebrity life goal is sade god i swear you took the words out of my mouth i was about to say oh my god that is you just show up drop an album and then go <laughs> yeah, away for oh, a decade 14 years right. <laughs> don't nobody know where she lives she's never snapped by paparazzi Ever. i don't even know what her natural speaking voice really sounds like because she don't do no interviews she is not here Fantastic. to play with you. Nah, I'm here to drop this album, get these coins, and then I'll holler at you. Go on tour for a year, if that. If that, right. Yeah, and, and that's then it. Fade back. I don't know how many kids she got, who her baby daddy is. I don't think she has. Well, no, she has kids. No, she does have kids. She does, she does have, have kids. She does have I don't kids. know where she lives. It's, I heard she lives in Jamaica or London. London I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, something. Yeah. Nothing. My man saw her. I had a crazy uh, shot. The last shot of story I heard, it was, it was my man Ron Fest. He was in London mm-hmm. somewhere. He, I think he said he was in London. And he was like walking down. He said he was walking down the street and, you know, he was like approaching, you know, and he saw this lady walking or whatever. And I can't remember if he said she had like a guy or two with her or just a security guy, or whatever. And he was like walking and he was looking at her. He was like, man, she looks familiar. So then he says, he realizes he's like, oh shit, that's fucking Sade. Uh-huh. And he says he goes back to like say what's up. And he says she just turns around and does this. Oh, just shit. put her put her finger to her lips. So just like, 
Yes. And kept going. Oh. He was like, nigga, that was the most. He blew. He's, he's, a, he's like, blew her a kiss and just did that. I was like, nigga, That's what that I is mean. the most gangster shit. Yeah. I, life goals, nigga. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Ah, oh, Sade. Nah, I'm with you. We we on the same page. Yeah. Told you it's that Capricorn shit. We see a lot. Together. We are in sync. We birthday twins and everything. <laughs> right. Damn. Yeah, we got the same birthday. That's right. Damn, it's crazy. Fonte, thank you so much. Man, I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Time. I'll see you hopefully if I get some uh some hate tweets uh for my views exposed on this show. Uh yeah. I I will consider it a success. Um, you probably definitely will get some, <laughs> some you know, because it's interesting because I think most men don't give as honest of opinions as you have because you have nothing to lose. You ha- you're in a relationship. You've been married. You've been divorced. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not trying to prove anything in anybody. No, and it's just perspective. I mean, yeah. I, again, I can't like uh, again like I don't really the things that I, that I talk about. I mean, I'm not just pulling shit out my ass. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like no, this is I like real you. life stuff that I've experienced or stuff that I've seen my other homies. So you know, I mean, my 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 views are shaped from just perspective and real life experience. And you know, I'm not an expert by any means, but I done been around this thing long enough to know some shit. And it's just like, yeah, I'm not about to argue about this shit with a yeah. fucking 25 year old. <laughs> yeah, I'm not arguing about relationships with niggas who still get claimed on their parents' taxes. Oh yeah, that's right. Nigga, true. you're a dependent. I'm that's not. True. I don't care about shit you have to say. What um? So where can people follow you at? They can follow me uh, on Twitter at Fontigolo. They can follow me on Instagram on the Instagram at Fontigolo. Uh, you can also find my site, uh, the foreignexchangemusic.com. Uh, it's me and my man, Nicolay. Uh, my brother, Nicolay, uh, you know, we are the Foreign Exchange and tour dates and everything is up there. Uh, you can catch me on uh, this upcoming season of The Breaks. Uh, I believe it starts in February. Mm-hmm. Um, VH1. I uh, did all the rhymes uh, for that. Ghost writing, ghost writing, ghost writing. Man, I ain't, I ain't no ghost, nigga. My name on the check. No, I know you on the check, <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> I like being in the background, though. I like again the shot they playing. I'm worried that's part of my yeah. shot they playing. I got. Oh, maybe maybe you can help me. Um, I want to do. I want to do a comedy music album. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fu- yo. That's so funny because I have another one of my buddies that was talking about it. We can talk about this off off. Because hey, I have another homie that, that like. <laughs> where them dollars at? Yeah, where them dollars at? Yeah. I have another. Buddy it's, it's one of my bucket list things i've always when first of all when i was a kid my goal my dream was to be one of those um was to be like the the hook singing girl remember when like rappers had hook girls but you never they this oh like tasha from bone thugs and harmony yeah, yeah. Like you wrong. didn't know you didn't, she yeah, wasn't a celebrity in the house. yeah she was just yeah. the the she was anonymous the, yeah. hook chick. okay so kelly that was your goal. before she was kelly price that was yeah Absolutely, because that was her on more money, more problems. She's on all, all bad boy shit. All of it. Um, yeah, we're gonna work. So here, you heard it here first. Yeah, I know. Seventeen. Literally, I was talking to a buddy Fonte of mine. and Chloe. The com- yo, I the I told comedy. I told my buddy. I said, listen, man, I want to be. I've always wanted to produce a comedy album, and like I want to be the Prince Paul to his Chris Rock. Like that literally was a conversation I had a couple days ago. So. That's Let me get something. up on that. No, nah, we got to do it. Um, we got to do it. Yeah, we, we got to do it. We put it out in the universe. We, we ain't got shit happen. to lose. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, okay. except for our freedom. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you for listening. Take care.